Hi friends, this week we're doing a What Would Leo Do? And I'm already laughing at the first situation I just read. We're just gonna have to dive right into this because I'm pissing myself. <laughs> I do want to tell you tickets for my tour are selling out. Three shows have already sold out. So if you do want a ticket to one of my shows in the beginning of 2024, hit the link in the description, buy a ticket. I wanted to let you guys know because it's coming up and I'm excited about it. But let's jump into this What Would Leo Do? I have them on my phone this week. So I'm gonna be looking here because I did ask you guys to like send in some on Snapchat. But the first person said they're in a long two and a half year relationship. They're happy in love, but they can't get over the height difference of them and their partner. <laughs> they said, I can't tell if it's just my insecurities showing I'm the taller one and feminine, or if this is something that's non-negotiable for me. What would Leo do? Okay, I was giggling just cause it was funny because I was thinking of the narrative like society pushes. Like people act like masculinity and masculine people have to be tall whether it's men or women like whoever holds like the dominant role in a relationship or a situation has to be like super big or massive or like the taller one or the bigger one and it got me giggling because like people really do act like you can't respect someone unless they're tall that's not the case <laughs> but the key word there i want to hit on is respect look for ways to respect your partner even though they're not taller you got to look for their strength and look for things that make you respect them aside from their height. Because there are little people who are very mighty and some of the best bodyguards I've met for some of the celebrities and other influencers that I've hung out with, some of the best security guards are the little ones. Like they're like the little crazy ones and you can tell when you meet them. There's a lot more to people than just their height and I'm over here speaking as someone who's tall damn bitch like people really are so like mean about it i'm happy i don't have to deal with it but like damn so first thing i would do if i thought it was like okay maybe this might be a non-negotiable for me try and look for things about your partner that make them strong in your eyes look for ways you can respect them look for their strength look for their dominance and other things that are not just like size Maybe try and buy them like a little shoe with the heel, a boot with a big platform. There's like these little inserts you can put in shoes now for short people and it makes them a couple inches taller. Maybe try those things. But if it's like a giant height difference and you genuinely do have a hang up about like someone being shorter than you, if you wanna be the short one, that might just be a hang up that you're not okay with. There are ways, like I said, to go around it, get the little fake shoe, get the little boot, get the platform, get the something to make him, her, I don't know, you didn't specify, taller but at the end of the day if someone being too small for you is a thing that's valid it's like if someone has too small of a ween and you're like in a straight relationship or a gay relationship like if that's just something you want it's something you want like you can't help it and like i always say you can choose to neglect yourself or you can choose to go for what you want even if it means having to leave someone it's sad it sucks but you're allowed to be a little bit superficial like you're allowed to want certain things and there's such a stigma around it in society now like god for fuck a bid you have an opinion god forbid you have a preference of something you're attracted to or not attracted to people lose their mind and they try and shame people for what they really want there's a way to be disrespectful and rude about it there's a way to be nice about it okay be nice like i said look for the respect thing see if you can respect them or like admire their strength and see that as enough to get past the height thing um part of me really wants to be like if you got someone that loves you, great, but we don't settle over here. We don't do that. So 
If someone being taller than you is a need that you have for whatever reason, look into the psychology of that too, like why you need like the difference. But if that's what you want, that's what you want and go for it. And there was another girl that asked about her boyfriend having bad teeth and like he's great. He's like everything she wants, but he's got like fucked up teeth, like bad, not like a little like tolerable, like, oh, they're bad. It was like, she was saying that they were very bad and she's like, am I an asshole for not being into it. No, like you can fully mention and see if someone is down to get their teeth fixed or their teeth done. Like you best believe anything ever happens to my teeth, I'm getting fake ones. Some people just don't understand like the teeth thing. As long as they're hygienic, you're okay. But like teeth make a big impact and some people aren't able to afford it. I get it. But like if there's bad dental surgery that needs to be done, insurance will cover a lot of it. But you're not an asshole is my point for not being into certain things and preferring certain things. Your preferences don't make you mean or an asshole just because someone else is not what you prefer. You don't have to carry any guilt for that. You should carry guilt if you're mean about it and you like degrade them for it. That's not cool. But just having preferences that don't match someone, it's not rude. Okay, the next person said, I'm a liar. I lie about a lot and to a lot of people, from white lies to changing parts of stories to literally making shit up from the past. I feel so much guilt and shame for this. I wanna stop, but I can't. It just comes out of my mouth. How do I start telling the truth and gain trust back for my loved ones after this? Okay, so if you have a pattern and a habit of lying, what are you lying for? What are you scared people cannot face like for you to tell the truth about something you're lying in every aspect so the first thing is you need to understand people are strong enough to handle the truth you might have different experiences in the past where every time you told the truth it was a goddamn issue that's annoying but people are fully capable of handling the truth about a situation like even if it's something that hurts their feelings people can handle the truth better than a lie like they'll handle a lie better because it doesn't give them that initial jolt and like hit of whatever you were hiding from them. But it's going to jolt them twice. It's like a two piece when they find out the truth and you lied. Like that's a whole different ball game. It hurts way worse. So like being worried that people can't handle the truth. I get that. But you're also lying about things from the past. So you're having a real issue with constructing the way that people look at you or the way people think about you. What are you scared for them to see? Why do you feel the need to control people's perceptions? And what do you think would happen if you didn't control that or if you couldn't control that? I'm going to go ahead and reveal it to you. You can't control people's perceptions of you no matter how much you lie. The truth is there. The truth is always just going to feel right. And when someone lies to you, it doesn't matter how good you think you are at it. I've had people in my life who are like compulsive liars and I kind of want to do a full episode about it. But people know when you're lying most of the time, even if you get away with a couple of things, if you get around someone like me who pays attention to absolutely every detail of every story and I start seeing shit don't line up, I remember everything. I remember every key little detail about situations like you'll say something to me in one situation and I'll literally be like well you said this on this date we were driving in the car on this road this song was playing and this is what you said like I can recall information like that when it's something important not when it comes to remembering my keys and shit like when I'm leaving for the gym I'd be forgetting them but when there's a key piece of information uh, something that matters to me I'll remember every single detail about it so like I said it's gonna be fun and games for you to keep lying until you meet someone like me. But the biggest thing here is not to like shame you or get mad at you. What are you lying for? And what are you lying to avoid? 
There's something in you you don't want people to see. And you also, I think, don't trust people to be able to handle the truth. And also, you might think people look at you like you're an asshole when you tell the truth and it hurts them or like you do something that hurts their feelings like you're trying to control the pain that others feel that's something you also can't control use me as a reflection for a second when i tell the truth and i just stand on some shit, even if it hurts people's feelings or not what about that do you feel resistance toward like when you see me speak the truth what makes you feel weird and what do you wish you could do like i know you wish you could do it but like, what about it? Like, what is the resistance that comes up? Pay attention to the emotions and the thoughts because that's what's gonna lead you to the truth of it. It's like, this is a self-sabotage thing. There's no such thing as self-sabotage. Lying is serving you in some way. If this is a behavior you wanna change, it's your responsibility to figure out how it's serving you so you can stop doing it. It's serving you in so many ways. I pointed out a couple, but it's way easier to lie. And that's why so many people lie about what they think, what they feel, who they are. Everybody lies about everything nonstop. It's very, very hard to tell the truth and be honest and be authentic. It's very difficult. People act like it's easy. More people lie and hide than be themselves and tell the damn truth. There's so many reasons, like I said, of why you could be doing it, but Leo would reflect on it because when I used to lie a lot, there were so many things, like I said, with the controlling people's perceptions, I wanted to control people's perceptions because if I could have them perceive me as more valuable than I actually felt or convince them of something that made me feel more valuable to them, I could control them wanting me, caring about me or not leaving me. There's a lot of things that go into controlling people's perceptions of you that I want you to look into, but that's a good place to start. Oh no, here we go. Someone said, hi Leo. So in relationships, I am very similar to you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody thinks we're nuts. How is it? Do you like it? I don't like it. It's annoying. Everybody thinks we're crazy. If you like me, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I get you is one thing I want you to know. Let me read this because you're not going to feel crazy after I read this. Like I'm about to validate you. She goes, I'm so loyal. I don't follow ex flings. I don't even have guy friends. I have tunnel vision of the man I am with and that's it. My boyfriend knows this, but he's different. He will talk to anyone, follows everyone and doesn't think twice. This just gets to me as I feel I give him nothing to worry about, but it's not the same for me. That's fucking huge. A lot of people with me, when I'm upset about something, they get mad when I question shit. And when I require honesty and safety and like you're going to reassure me of things, improve things, and they never seem to understand why I feel the way that I do. And I always say, I'm happy you don't fucking have to feel the way that I feel because I don't make you fucking feel that way. I offer you peace and stability and security and the ability to trust me. So no, you don't fucking understand it because I don't have it back. So people judging your reaction for that, they could judge it all they fucking want. But I fully get what you're saying with I offer them this and they just get to walk around and be happy with it. And they wonder why I'm over here feeling the way that I am because you don't offer the same fucking shit back. You're able to sit here and make all these claims about how secure and safe you feel. And I'm glad you get to make them. But don't question me when I say I don't feel the same fucking way. Look at the discrepancy in our actions. I'm sure if you were following a bunch of dudes and interacting with a bunch of shit and having eyes for other people, entertaining other shit, he wouldn't like it neither. He would not feel as secure. So one thing, before I even go deeper into this, don't let him shame you for jack shit, all right? And this is something about you that is to be appreciated and valued. And if you are with someone who does not value this about you, good fucking luck. I've dealt with it before and I will never be with someone again who does not appreciate certain things about me. And this is one of them. If you're not the same way, 
it's a no-go. If you're over here following people and diddling and daddling and people's fucking messages and even just following people, liking people's shit, I don't like that. I look at it as disrespect. I'm not doing it. The fuck are you doing it for? What do you get out of it is my thing. But my point here is I just want to reassure you, this is something very valuable about you. Do not let someone make you question it and question if you're crazy or not. They do not have the capacity to appreciate what you're offering them. They're not going to understand to appreciate this about you until they go get with someone else and experience the opposite and have all that fear and worry and all this shit that they didn't have to deal with with you. They'll wake up to it, but it's going to be after you. I'm sorry that's how it goes. I'm in the same boat with you, but let me keep going. I told him how I feel about him following a bunch of people and he unfollowed some girls, but he still follows a bunch that he knows. Key point. I just want someone on my level who thinks like I do about the matter, but I don't want to sound insecure by saying I don't want him to have female friends. It would just give me peace of mind, but I also don't want him to feel that he has to hide things. Him having female friends like that, you're allowed to have friends and your partner is allowed to have opposite sex friends if you're straight. And like if you're gay. Your partner is fully allowed to have other people that are friends that are the same sex. Like, they're allowed to be friends with the type of gender they're attracted to. That's fine. And I just want to reassure you, you are not going to feel insecure about your partner being friends with other girls when you feel secure. He's not taking the steps to give you any security and any trust with him. So, of course, you don't trust him. Of course, it makes you uncomfortable. When someone doesn't take the steps to make you feel safe, you're going to freak the fuck out and you're going to look insecure and you're going to look crazy. Like I said before, you're offering something to him he can't offer to you. My advice is bounce. Get the fuck out because this is going to do nothing but destroy you mentally and emotionally and have you questioning things and wanting to change things about yourself and wish things were different when every single thing you're questioning and wanting to change would be appreciated to the ends of the fucking earth if you were with someone who thought the same as you and had the same experience as you and was able to love the way that you can love. When you meet someone who loves like you love, everything about you that you ever questioned, it's like healed. Like you will never question it again. When you finally have the things valued about you that other people made you seem crazy for, it's gonna be next level, okay? Don't question shit. Be an insecure fucking crazy bitch, all right? If that's what if that's what he wants to call you, call me what you want and I'll be that, okay? <laughs> you want to call me insecure? Okay, and what now? What are we going to do now? You're still following all these bitches. And that's where I'm kind of saying this is unworkable. This is not something you can kind of like get through. And this is not someone who is going to be able to appreciate you. That's why I'm saying bounce so strongly because... I'm saying cut it, and I know it's not that easy. I'm saying cut that shit because I know what it's going to do to you. And it makes me mad because you're someone that's like me. We relate. We have the same values. And you're being mistreated and unappreciated. And I'll be fucked if I sit here and give you any other advice besides get the hell out of there. Okay, this one's good. Someone said, why is it harder for me to get over someone I never dated and just had a crush on? My ex who I dated for a year, <laughs> I didn't even feel this bad about. I noticed I developed deep crushes and then have trouble letting them go, even when they're completely out of my life. What is something I can do to keep this from happening? It's a projection you're obsessed with. If you have a crush on someone, you're fixated and convinced of this person being a certain way. When you date somebody, 
and you know the truth about them. Like you said, you weren't even this fucked up over your ex because you saw the truth of him. There was no potential of what he could be. There was no convincing yourself he was different. You saw it. You spent all the time with him. You developed that connection. You knew what it was like to be cared for by him and to care about him, what life was like with him. There was no unknown left. So there was nothing for you to project about what you hoped he would be. So of course it's easy to let him go and not really think about it. He wasn't what you wanted. And you see that with the crushes, there's so much of the unknown and there's so much you can project into it about who they are, how they are, what life would be like, and all this shit that makes you so excited. The version of someone and the concept of someone you can come up with in your head is a hundred thousand times more enjoyable than usually the reality of them because you cater all your imagination and all your projections to your needs. You see how they're going to be exactly what you want and meet all of your needs. It's fucking fairy tale land. You're falling in love with literally a projection when you have a crush. And it's like that unknown and that convincing yourself that they are what you want that is making you feel so strong about it. The best thing you can do is get square fully face down in reality about them. Like face that shit. Like look at who they really are. And whatever you think you like about them, like ask yourself, what do I like about them? And as you start to list things off, do I know if that's true? Do I know them enough to know that? Do I know that they actually are this way? Do you know that life would be this certain way with them? When you start listing the things you like, you can see all the projections you're making and all the things that you're assuming about the situation. And you have to check yourself. Do I actually know if they're like this? It's just a crush. It's not like we've been dating for a month. Like, do you have enough time or like vicinity and like experience with them to know how they are and to make these claims and judgments about the things that you think that you like? Probably not. So that's why I'm saying question it. Everything you think you like about them, question it. It might be true, but what I'm saying is questioning what you think you like and why they're so special to you will reveal what you're laying over the situation, like a mask of what you want them to be versus the reality of them. And when you see the reality of them, it's a lot easier to walk away and let go of this like imaginative like fairy tale version of somebody like just look at who they really are but this sucks this is ass it's not fun to look at the reality of somebody not a good time like it always breaks my heart every single time and i've been through it enough I'm sick of doing it like having to face the reality of somebody it's like you're gonna have to go through mourning like who you thought they were and also the hope of like oh my god this person does exist and then you got to face the reality. No, they actually didn't ever exist is what I want out there. That's a lot of heartbreak to deal with. That's why a lot of people don't like to face reality. But that's my advice to you is check yourself with what you're projecting over them. If they're a crush, because you're having fun with it. And the reason I'm saying this because you mentioned the ex. You said it was easy to get over him because your imagination is more fun. <laughs> oh my God, this one has me reaching for my gun. Holy shit. <laughs> what would you do? If you had a guy talk to his ex about getting back together a month into dating you, but was respectful enough to tell you about it upfront that he still has feelings for him. For context, his ex reached out asking to talk to him about giving him a second chance a month into us dating. But he told me he was meeting a friend for food one night, but it was his ex. And basically he had to find all of that out. So. I don't want you to give this motherfucker more credit than he deserves. He came to you up front and came to you honestly, you said, about 
he still has feelings for his ex. No, he fucking lied to you. He lied to you about going to meet up with him and then came home acting weird and you had to figure out why the fuck you over here acting weird. And it all came out because you kept asking questions. Always ask questions. Always be a nosy bitch. <laughs> but that's the first thing I want to say is don't give him so much credit that he's just so like, what's it called? Respectable for coming to you and telling you he had feelings for his ex. What would I do? Lose my fucking shit. I would freak out mentally and emotionally. Would I let him see it? No. That's low-key like the weirdest like dynamic of like there's betrayal because he lied. He low-key like half cheated. That I consider cheating. Going to eat with your fucking ex and you're hiding it from me. If you got to hide something with somebody else, I'm probably going to take that as cheating. Uh, you didn't physically touch him, but you fucking lied to me about where you're going. And I'm sure they fondled or fiddled or kissed or something. So Leo would absolutely cut this shit off. And I would not be nice. I would not be like super considerate. Like you fucking lied to me. You played me a little bit. And you're going to come to me and then try and act all noble and be, oh, I do have feelings for him. I just wanted to be honest about it. Well, take those feelings and shove them up your fucking ass because I don't want to hear it. I would not leave it on good terms. I would leave it on, all right, what happened, happened. Don't fucking talk to me. Don't reach out to me. I don't wish you well. We're not cool. We're not friends. If you see me in public, don't act like you know me. That's how I would leave it because you're a liar. Like, I get why he would lie. I don't give a shit. Like, for someone to just blatantly play in your face like that and lie to you, no. Stop being forgiving. Stop being nice. And don't give him more credit than he deserves and try and be sweet because he came to you. No, he didn't fucking come to you and tell you. He lied and went and met up with his ex. I would be upset. I would be pissed off. I would be heartbroken. I would be all kind of all the emotions. But I would still handle it with strength and handle it in a way I would not regret. So I wouldn't like lash out and do anything insane. I wouldn't fight them. I wouldn't anything. I would, like I said, just end it on like, we're not on good terms. I don't want shit to do with you and move forward. Like I get you were sorting out how you were feeling emotionally and figuring out what you were doing with your ex, but that's not fair to do to somebody. And if someone is still entertaining and questioning things, if they want to work things out with their ex or if they even have feelings with their ex, they shouldn't fucking be dating anyway. I don't like that. That's your responsibility to put that to rest before you come and try and get involved with me or go and try and get involved with somebody else. Don't date if you still are contemplating your ex, okay? That's a fair warning for everybody. In my opinion, you need to know that you're fully moved on from the ex. Like even just entertaining the idea of maybe I still have feelings, maybe we'll get back together. You ain't done with it. You ain't made the conscious decision yet to walk forward without them. It doesn't mean you have to stop caring about them. It doesn't mean you have to fully be over them, but you have to fully have decided you are not going back to go into the next relationship. That's my views, that's my opinion. And I wish more people handled it like this, but a lot of people are too weak to even make the decision of no, I will never go back to this ex. When something ends with me, I'm not getting into something else until I know I'm fully done with what that was. Not that I'm done feeling things, not that I'm done with all this shit. Like I'm fully done not going back because I will not do that to the next person. Oh my God, that pisses me off. People do not spend enough time in the opposite perspective. They just get like this dude, like I, I was trying to figure out how I felt. You should have done that before me, you fuck. Okay, that's how I would have handled that. <laughs>
Okay, the next situation I was about to read, I'm not going to do it because it's going to make me cry. It's too close to home. I'll probably hit it in the next episode. Not right now. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, here's one. What would Leo do? Last year I was in a relationship. We've been no contact and I found myself again. And I recognize how emotionally abusive and manipulative this person was to me. During that year, I had gifted them a typewriter that was in my grandmother's house for their birthday. Now I've been asking for it back and they've blocked me on everything and threatened a restraining order because I showed up at the coffee shop that they work at. How do I get my typewriter back? Babe, you're not going to get the typewriter back. Okay? It's not in his character to just give it back. That's why whenever I buy gifts for someone, I don't ever expect them back. If you're going to give something to somebody, you give it and give it away. It's no longer yours. You're no longer entitled to it. That's my relationship to giving gifts and giving things to people. If I give something to you as a gift, it's yours. It's no longer mine. You're like giving up any rights you have and like any entitlement you have to the thing. You gave it up. Just because you ended shit don't mean you get to go get it back. And I'm saying that kind of like harsh because a lot of people like to do the whole like, I want it back shit. Like, do you really have any fucking use for a typewriter? Do you really give a fuck about the typewriter? Does anybody else? Like, you learn your lesson. Next time, don't give away shit that you're ever going to want back. Like, if you give something away, it's permanent. So, like, if you're not comfortable with giving something to someone permanently, don't give it to them. That's my perspective because it will save you from shit like this. Like, now you're going to be dealing with trying to get it back from him. The restraining order crap. Like, girl over a typewriter, you dramatic rat. Like, you're going to be disgusted and more and more disgusted by the way he handles this. And that's sometimes something you don't want to see about people. Like when shit ends and you see their true character, I could have gone without knowing that because now I'm disgusted you even touched me. That's how I get. So for someone to like be shady like this or like if you lend someone money or give someone money and like you leave them and they want it back, it's like how bratty and immature and childish they act and how much they like diss you and like run from you and try and ignore you and ghost you so they can avoid the responsibility of making right on what you gave them. That's disgusting. And I do not like to see that. I can see how people are like that sometimes. I don't need it validated because I'm going to hate you. I'm going to hate you if I see that character trait in you. I don't like that at all. When people avoid responsibility, him not wanting to give the typewriter back, He's a fucking little piece of shit, all right? Let him go. Let him have a typewriter. Let him go break his face on it. Who cares? Like, just move on and move forward. I'm not mad at you. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just yelling about the situation because I'm talking about things that are beneath this and the way his character is revealed and the way he's handling things. Like, girl, I know it sucks. You probably want it back. It probably meant something to your grandmother. Just write it off in your head. It's gone. Let the little piece of shit have it and move forward. And don't give nothing to nobody in the future that you ever consider you might want back. Don't give them nothing meaningful, okay? And don't loan anybody money if you are not fully in your head okay with saying, I'm never gonna get this back because that's most likely what's gonna happen. So you wanna mentally prepare for that worst case scenario. Don't give out nothing if you're not fully okay with it never coming back because people don't really stand on their word. People don't really got the character. They don't got the nothing, no substance of a human to make right on things. Negotiating in good faith, bullshit. People are not good for faith. You can't have faith in people. Don't negotiate nothing in good faith. And that's a term that's like for contracts, but it's just basically like a verbal agreement with somebody. Don't take that shit serious. If they're getting something out of it, 
Don't expect them to hold up their end of the deal. And if you can accept, they may never hold up their end of the deal. Are you still comfortable giving it? If no, don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. This one's funny. The whole like section where you can type things, it said being blocked. <laughs> oh, that just got me. That was funny. Like nothing else to say. Just being blocked. Okay. What would Leo do about being blocked? Let them. I would let them block me. Well, depends. Do you know where they live? <laughs> no, don't show up at their house. That's that's old us. We're, we're new and improved and mature now. Um, I always joke. I'm like, girl, if you wanted to see me, just say that. You don't have to block me. Because <laughs> like, you know I'm going to show up. <laughs> but I don't do that no more. Like, for real, if someone blocks you, let them let you go. They don't want to talk to you for whatever reason. And if it's that petty bullshit where it's like block on block, things like that, I'm not good with that. I don't like that. If there's a situation where something actually happened and you were blocked and it's like a solid block, start the mourning process. You're going to have to mourn this person like they died. And I do want to do an episode about like mourning people who are still alive. I've had to do it a lot and it's very hard, but I got some tricks up my sleeve even though I'm sleepless, <laughs> but literally let them go. They don't want to talk to you. Do not ever beg someone for their attention. If they don't want to talk to you, if they don't want no part of nothing to do with you, let it go. It sucks. It's hard. I know you're emotionally vulnerable as hell and you're going to have such weak moments. Do not act on them. You will regret begging someone you will always regret chasing and begging and throwing your ego up like that have an ego have some self-respect do not chase nobody that don't want you ever because when you get over this motherfucker whether it's a year two years a month however long it takes you whenever you get over them you're gonna look back and be disgusted with yourself that you finally recognize yourself and your power and your worth and you love yourself and to look back on an experience where you acted like you saw none of it and did not care about yourself, you acted like you just needed this person. When you stand from a different viewpoint of not needing this person and being back in your control and your strength and your love for yourself, seeing that action you took is always gonna sting. It's always gonna sting when you look back and see a time when you didn't act like you loved yourself or valued yourself. So what I'm saying right now is I know it is hard. It is one of the hardest things you will have to do, but you will be happy. You let them go in the future. Give it time and come back to this episode in the future when you're like, thank God I listened to Leo and just shut up and let them go. Thank God I didn't keep embarrassing myself like that. Please come back and tell me. I'm speaking rough because I know what's best for you and that's it. Trust me. <laughs> and that's all we got for this week's What Would Leo Do? Like I said, tickets to my tour, I will link in the description. I'll also link my new clothing that just dropped. My chronically unimpressed collection. I have a crew neck and it says it down both sleeves and sweatpants. And they say it down both legs. And the sweatpants are the most fuck you thing. I've been wearing them every day. I love them. The link to shops in the description, also all of my social media in the description. Everything you need from me, just go look in there. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave this video a thumbs up. And if you're listening to the audio version on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you know the drill, babe. Five studs, baby. Thank you, love you. <laughs> but that's all I've got for this week's episode. Everybody, be safe. 
Take care of yourself. And I'll talk to you guys next Sunday.